Hey guys, um, welcome to the second episode of What I Want to Say. Um, so first of all, I just want to say thank you to everyone who listened to the first episode. Um, yeah, it was it was great to hear feedback from so many of you and just the fact that people even listened to it and maybe enjoyed it is just is so brilliant to me and I really, really appreciate that, probably more than I can put into words. Um, so yeah, thank you first of all for the for the first episode so in today's episode I want to talk about a couple of things okay so the main two things that I'm thinking right now is I want to talk about how life feels right now for me and I also want to tie into that learning to regulate your own emotions okay so to start off how how I'm feeling at the moment, how life feels right now. So it's a bit sometimes uncomfortable when you ask yourself that question, I think. For me, when I start to think about how I feel, um, sometimes I'm not sure of the answer of that. And I'm sure if you ask yourself right now, how am I actually feeling? Things will come up and you almost don't really feel sure what to make of them. So if I ask myself, open and honestly, how am I feeling right now? The answer is probably going to be, not probably going to be, the answer is, I'm not feeling brilliant. I'm not feeling 100% myself. I'm not feeling energetic and bubbly and full of life. And I don't feel that in this moment I'm living the highest version of myself, the happiest version of myself. Um, I think the reasons for that is that right now the the period of life I'm currently in and I'm going to be in for the next few weeks is just the focus is on working as much as possible so right now I'm like five days into 16 days where I don't have a day off the main focus of that being because I'm going traveling for a month and I need to save the money like I, I don't have enough money to do that to do the traveling that I want to do without working loads of shifts so right now like in my head it's not great to be working so many shifts and I'm kind of tired and I would just love a day to myself to just do absolutely nothing but the end is in sight like I can see that in a few weeks I'm going to be jetting off on holiday and all of this is going to be worth it but it's still a bit I don't know it's just difficult isn't it like a lot has changed in my life recently and I think that probably contributes to why I'm not feeling 100% right now because I've had to completely change all of my routines. Um, my life has changed so much recently in in many various, various ways. And so for me right now, I'm still in Lincoln, which is the town I city I go to university in, but university's finished. So I've got one final exam, which is tomorrow, and then that's it, my law degree is done forever. And I didn't really enjoy my law degree that much, to be honest with you, I didn't love studying and so I'm glad that that's finished because it's kind of draining having to constantly study for something that you don't enjoy and you don't really see yourself doing and just makes it quite difficult to enjoy but I have, I've done the law degree four years down, like it's almost over now and it's just kind of that final exam tomorrow and then results and then we don't really have to think about it anymore which is a nice thought. But what comes with that is, yes, I'm glad that university's ending because I don't have to study the law anymore. But also what that means is 
the best friends that I've made in this last year at university have all gone home. So my friend Amy, we, before she moved home a couple of weeks ago, we'd spend every single day together, all day, every day. We'd study together. And then my friends Bruce and the girls, like, go to uni with them every day. Saw them most days. And then I'd, me and Amy would go for a walk or we'd go for a bike ride or we'd, we do something every day and then we also got into this routine of doing like hello fresh and goose day together so we ended up cooking dinner every day together and then after dinner we'd always watch an episode of tv and then I'd walk home at like nine ten o'clock and I'd get some sleep and it'd be the same the next day so that was sort of like my routine for the last few months spending so much time with people that I grew to love and care so much about and now like Amy's gone home Nat's gone home Bruce has gone home everyone's gone home and now it's just me uh, in Lincoln working three jobs that I do enjoy. I do enjoy going to work, especially the wine shop that I work in because I love wine and I love selling wine to people. And I just started at the ice cream shop yesterday, but I, I already know that I'm going to love that job. So like it's not work that's the issue. I, I'm, I'm quite hard working myself. I do love going out and earning money. I think it's great. I love socialising, talking to customers. But then coming home and just kind of like me being on my own especially last night it kind of hit me like I came back and I was like there's no one there's no one here there's nothing there's nothing here it's just me myself and I and I think that kind of ties into why I'm not feeling my 100% sort of radiant energetic happy little self recently is because I feel like I've lost a lot almost I don't I don't know if lost is the right word because my friends are still there like I'm seeing the girls next week and I I'm still in contact with everyone like we're facetiming we're speaking and it's nice but it's just not the same as having that in-person human interaction I don't think so yeah life's changed a lot recently for me and yeah it's just it's a hard adjustment to make um I've also started seeing someone recently um which has been very nice and obviously when you get into like the first stages of a relationship you spend a lot of time with each other but for us um we kind of live on quite different ends of the UK it's only like three hours apart but still it does make it difficult like when you want to see someone and they're so far away um so that's kind of been a bit it's been amazing but also difficult when you want to spend time with someone and they're so far away and that just ties into my friends and like my family as well like I just feel like everyone's so far away at the moment and I just want some human interaction (laughs) Which, the last two weeks, that's all I had. And so now, coming back home to Lincoln today and knowing that I've got another two weeks of barely seeing anyone working every day is making me feel just a bit low, I would say. But yeah, so a lot's changed for me at the moment. I've got new things going on. I've got changes in the dynamics of friendships, of friendships that I've built with people that I've been very close to, like in physical proximity, who are now really far away. And it's obviously like a bit difficult, like completely changing the dynamics of friendship because like I miss my friends so much. Um, But I've got a lot to look forward to. Like I've got going to a few countries in Europe this summer, just having a month of traveling and I am just so ready for that. But what I'm trying not to do is to just like, I don't want to see my life for the next few weeks as just a means to an end. Like I want to enjoy the moment as it's happening as well. So I'm trying to stay grateful. I'm trying to stay appreciative of things like that. But yeah, there's been some changes. There's been some shifts in my routine. (coughs) 
and it's hard it's hard when university ending is just such a big change in people's lives and like I think it's really kind of underplayed the support you need to kind of get back into feeling like a normal routine like it hit me yesterday that I won't ever just get money from the government for going to uni and and that which is like such a blessing when you get a student loan really and we do complain about it sometimes but it's literally money for just studying and now any money I get or want or need is gonna have to come from me working which is good and like I'm not that, that probably sounds so obnoxious but I am excited to work it's just kind of like it hits you hard to know that like this is this is life now this is full-time full-time work so yeah what else has been going on so I recently have also been trying very 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 hard to improve my family relationships and I think this is something that probably I'm I'm envious of any teenager who didn't really push their parents away when they were growing up because I know I did like I went through some big changes in my teen teenage years because I was an only child until I was 11 and then I got three siblings in the space of three years and so for me I just kind of like pushed my family away and was like right I'll, I'll do it on my own I don't, I don't need anyone and just was being an awful teenager and kind of separating myself from my family quite a lot and now as I get older I'm kind of like realizing how important family actually is and so I'm really really making like a conscious effort to spend time with my family more get to know them better like I don't think I realized how little I actually knew my family until I've started spending more time with them and really making an effort with them and it's hard when all you want to do is just go home and speak to your family and just spend time with your family but you've got to be in a different city working on your own so I feel kind of like pulled to being at home at the moment I want to spend time with my family I want to like do my best in that aspect to to just not make right of the wrongs I did because I don't actually think I did anything wrong I think that's just a, a normal thing as you're a teenager you do pull, pull apart from your parents but like I'm actively right now trying to kind of deepen my relationships and just really build on those relationships and I always was used to look at sort of like families on social media which I know is a I, I always criticize this but it's hard not to and you see those people that you follow on Instagram that like go out all the time with their families and are really really like family orientated and I was never like that and I always thought that could never be me but then I sort of realized that the issue was the the barrier that I had to thinking I could be that close with my family because I'm perfectly capable of being that close to my family and I, I literally I'm doing it right now like I'm probably closer to my family now than I've ever been before which is it's really beautiful but it's also hard when you can't be there all the time but I am going to be moving home in September and so that again is sort of like the end is in sight for me being feeling a bit isolated and alone like oh I also live alone in a studio apartment so it's kind of hard to not feel isolated when you do live on your own but yeah um yeah so just taking each day as it comes really being aware um and that kind of brings me on nicely to the next thing I want to talk about which is the recent things that I've been doing um to learn more about myself okay so as I mentioned in my last episode it's been sort of like three years now of me being on this journey of um, self-development and while I will say I do think it does get easier I think 
it also in some ways becomes more more uncomfortable the more self-aware you become because you start having to call yourself out more so like there's been some situations arising recently where I've kind of been aware that what's actually happening in that situation isn't the thing that's really triggering me to feel a certain kind of way it's more you know like something underlying that's coming up and that's sort of feeding the anxiety or anger or whatever or how I'm feeling but the recent things that I have been doing to learn more about myself is honestly just like listening to myself so I think sometimes it's scary when thoughts come up that you don't want to have and sometimes things do come up sometimes we have really really unpleasant thoughts and uncomfortable thoughts and sometimes we have things that come up that we just think ah I don't I don't want to have that thought I don't want that thought to be mine like I just don't want it but the, the kind of the uncomfortable truth that comes from that is knowing that all of these thoughts are coming up for a reason and the sooner you start listening to them acknowledging them and trying to make peace with them the easier it gets so you might be having uncomfortable thoughts about body image for example so for so long I've kind of on the days where I'm having a good body image I feel like I'm riding on the top of the world like life's beautiful life's amazing I feel great then on the days that I'm feeling bad about my body image it really like puts a dampener on the day and for ages I kind of just thought oh it's normal like everyone thinks like that like it's it is which it is normal and a lot of people do think about that but I think I always underplayed how much of an issue that was and still is in my life so this is something for me that I'm thinking like I am starting to try and get back into exercise and healthy eating now and I'm being so aware that I don't want to do that just because I want to lose weight and I don't want to do it just to try and be skinny or whatever like I want to do that because I want to improve my health and so what that was one of my uncomfortable truths to acknowledge is that yeah I might have some issues relating to that and that might be something that we do have to kind of I, I, I kind of thought I was over it but really what I was doing is just ignoring it so I wasn't exercising at all I wasn't focusing on diet I was just ignoring the issue and almost pretending like I didn't care about my health because it made it feel easier but the truth is that I do care about my health and I do want to be a healthy person I just want to be a healthy person for the right reasons so that's yeah a little example of something to learn about yourself um, I think it's also hard to really learn about yourself because we're pushed so many narratives from social media these days that it's actually hard to know what feelings are ours and what feelings aren't ours. And by that I mean like you see so much stuff uh, on social media about like, um, oh God, just everything, just how relationships should look, how friendships should look, what you should be doing, what you shouldn't be doing. And it's kind of exhausting and I feel like it kind of takes away some of the authenticity of us just figuring it out along the way like just just figuring life out just making mistakes and learning about yourself in the process and I don't think it's right that we're pushed all this stuff on social media of exactly how every relationship should look and how life should look and all this uh, don't get me wrong I love romanticizing my own life but I think there's an extreme to it where it does start to feel unhealthy and a little dangerous in the sense that life can't always look like that and we do have to just actually learn our way of coping with things and yeah it's nice to have like suggestions from I don't know self-help pages and things like that but you can't just 
be forced one narrative of right this is exactly what you should be doing and how you should be doing it yeah I feel like I went on off on a bit of a tangent and I've actually forgot what my initial point was I think I was talking about the recent things I've been doing to learn about myself wasn't it so let's go back to that another thing that I do to learn about myself is sitting with my own emotions now I used to hate this really really used to hate doing this um, but it's something that recently I have been trying to do a lot more. So, like, when you get something that comes up, um, maybe you're feeling anxious or you're feeling lonely or you're feeling sad, rather than trying to constantly distract yourself from how you're feeling, um, it can actually be really beneficial to just bring presence into that emotion. And what I mean by that is I feel like we spend so much of our lives living inside our own heads so all of this anxiety this boredom this loneliness that's emotions that exist within our own heads and sometimes we tie ourselves so much to those feelings and thoughts and emotions that we almost like become disconnected from our bodies i think so for me something that really helps to just learn about how i'm truly feeling is to bring presence to it and bring the the emotion or the feeling that i'm having in my mind allow myself to feel that in my body so like what I'll do to do that is I'll, I'll take a few deep breaths and I'll just I'll bring presence to the emotion so you say it's last night I was feeling really lonely I was feeling sad and I was feeling lonely and I was feeling like oh, I just want to like be with someone right now I don't want to be on my own and what I did was I just took myself kind of you have to become the watcher of your own mind as well like this is important you have to you have to be able to separate from your thoughts and emotions and see them as they are they are not me i am not them they are a part of me but i am not my emotions so when you start to watch your own emotions you can kind of have a thought come up like that like last night when i was feeling lonely and i became the watcher of that emotion and i brought presence to that emotion and i thought okay right just allow yourself to feel that loneliness and like almost the way i kind of envision it is like imagine it like running through every cell in your body like feel that loneliness to its absolute full capacity and just sit in that feeling and it will feel unpleasant for I'm going to say a maximum of 30 seconds but then when you actually bring presence to your body what it does is it essentially just dissolves that emotion and you realize that your mind and your body whilst they are connected they're not they're not the same thing and so you might be thinking one thing in your mind, but it doesn't mean that you have to let that take over and just like be everything because it doesn't have to be everything. So once you've brought presence to the emotion, you can kind of like start to learn ways to make yourself feel better from that. So I'm not saying distract yourself. What I'm saying is bring presence to it, feel it all the way through in all its intensity and then think what can I do in this situation to make this feel easier and for me last night it was right I'm feeling lonely but I know I need to spend this evening alone I need to be by myself I've got work tomorrow I've got some some things to do so let's just let's just sit in it let's just feel it so I did exactly that I lit an incense and I texted my friends and I did a little Instagram post for work because I need, needed to do that and then I went on YouTube and I found um, a yoga video. And now I'm recently trying to get back into yoga because I absolutely love yoga and I don't do it nearly enough. So at the minute I'm really pushing myself to try and get back on the yoga because I, I just love yoga, I think it's great. 
So I did a little yoga workout, um, made myself feel good. Then I put some music on and I did a bit of revision and I cooked dinner. I had like chicken, rice, broccoli, and I just sat in front of the TV and I watched the new episode of Firefly Lane that just came out. And if you haven't seen Firefly Lane, you need to watch it. It's the best TV show I've ever seen. And as I was doing that, I kind of realized that I was present. I was in the present moment. I was having an evening by myself. I was, I'd had a nice shower, I'd done some yoga, I'd made myself feel good. Like I was doing things that I actually enjoyed. And then I kind of realized that like, you, I'm okay. It's okay to have these feelings come up. You just can't attach yourself to them and make them everything. Like just acknowledge them, appreciate them, like be grateful for the feelings of loneliness. Cause really all the feeling of loneliness is knowing that I do have loving relationships and everything with people around me and that, yeah, you want to be with them more. And that's kind of a beautiful thing. So rather than letting that loneliness take over and what I might have done in like a previous time would have been like just distracting myself by maybe like ringing a friend and like forcing someone to speak to me all night until I fell asleep because I didn't want to be on my own. I kind of brought myself into the moment and I enjoyed my life. What I also did was... I remembered a time when I really wanted what I have now. So I can remember when I was at the midst of like uni uni all the time and so busy and my social media was just flat out and thinking like, oh, I just, can't, I just would love to just have an evening to myself right now. And I kind of remembered that time and I was like, no, like, look, there was a time when you really wanted what you have right now. So just enjoy the moment, just enjoy the beauty of the fact that you've got an evening to yourself, like I had a nice glass of wine, I watched some TV and I just, I just enjoyed it. And I think by changing the perspective in that sense, that can be really, really helpful to kind of learning about yourself. So when you start to sit with those emotions rather than distracting from them, that's really, I think, beneficial to learning more about yourself. Okay, so the next thing I wanted to mention was making progress within self-development. Now, this is something that I'm not really sure how to word, so you'll have to bear with me on this one. So kind of my thoughts around this is that progress is not linear. So I have times right now on my uh, current journey. I keep using the word journey, but I don't know if I like that word. No, I think I do like that word. We're going to stick with journey. So making progress within my journey of self-development has been something that has a lot of ups and downs. Like, I can still have times right now where I feel really anxious and really low and really, like, scared and all of these things. And I will start to feel like, oh my god, I'm, I'm taking steps back, like, I've not healed as much as I thought I had, like, you're just, you're just the same as you used to be. But then I realise that the fact that I'm even having the awareness that how I'm feeling in the moment is similar to how I used to feel that awareness in itself is a change and that awareness is something that I didn't used to have so I used to feel the way I used to feel but have no idea why and have absolutely no awareness to it I didn't have the capability to bring presence to it or do anything in that moment to benefit myself and so I just want to take a minute to give myself a little pat on the back because I feel like I have made so much progress I really really have and I'm sure you have as well like I'm sure if you're in a journey of a similar thing whatever's going on for you right now like I'm sure you've made so much more progress than you think you have 
and sometimes you just need to take a little step back away from how you might be feeling right now overwhelmed anxious anything and just remind yourself how far you've come and you know there might be times where you're going to feel worse than how you feel right now and if you're feeling really bad already I'm sorry but that's probably true you're probably going to feel worse than you are now and that I reckon I am too and uh, we probably all, all are but that's just leading to something which is so much better than any of us can really imagine I think um so I think you have to go down to come back up and that's exactly the thing about progress like progress is not linear by any means um progress is a, a hell of a bumpy journey for most of us um but that's kind of the whole point of self-development and learning more about yourself and yeah it's hard but you just have to think that no doubt it's worth it um for the good days that do come and the understanding you get of yourself like it's my opinion that it really is so worth it okay so I don't really have much else to say about that so the next kind of like cue that I had written down to talk about right now is things that you can do to go deeper into understanding yourself okay so some of the things that I think I have done in the past to go deeper into an understanding of myself is one of the main things is journaling and that doesn't have to be journaling in a conventional sense of like sitting down with a pen and paper and writing get how you feel like no it doesn't have to look like that journaling for me sometimes looks like recording an audio note of how I feel or just type in poems and random little I have literally a note section on my phone called poems slash brain rambles and that's all just things that come to my mind and I mean I've got one up I'm actually I'm gonna read you one right now so this is this is a poem or a brain ramble that I wrote when I was feeling obviously feeling a certain kind of way and this the point of this is just to kind of show that it can be helpful to get things out on paper or on your notes section of your phone and that beautiful things can sometimes come from that so I wrote in the first the first poem in this brain ramble section is this and then she realized life isn't all about romantic relationships is it even though sometimes that is the tunnel vision in most eyes life is about the smiles of friends the smell of fresh cut grass in summer Life is about so much more than romantic relationships. It's about fresh flowers and pancakes in bed. Life isn't all about romantic relationships. So that's just an example of something that I would class as journaling. So your journaling can look like literally anything and I would so, 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 so recommend just starting to write down the inner workings of your mind because I really, really do think this is something that helps you learn about yourself and that can help you and take you deeper into a better understanding of yourself. Um, it's something that's been really, really helpful for me. The second thing I would say of something you can do to go deeper into that understanding is reading books. And I know there's mixed opinions on self-help books and self-development books, but I can honestly say that I think this is something that has changed my perspective so much on so many things. Like, I just really feel like reading books about certain topics and about certain things so like now right now I'm reading a book all about relationships and I'm only like 70 pages in and already I've learned so much about that book that I've been able to kind of apply to my own life and I feel like that's helped me understand myself 
and it's not just books as well it's sort of like youtube videos and all that kind of thing podcasts and i think if any if right now there's a like a particular issue that you're going through or maybe like something big's happening maybe you're having issues in a relationship or you've got drama with friends or like your family relationships aren't brilliant just go out there and just look at how other people are feeling about this like go onto youtube do a google search do a podcast search look for a book because there will be so much stuff out there that other people have written that can help you understand yourself and sometimes i think we can get the same message in a number of ways but it's a certain way that the message is worded that really speaks to us and when something speaks to us i think it helps us just go into that deeper understanding of ourselves so the next thing i wanted to mention was all about learning your triggers so if you're not familiar with the term trigger what i mean by that is basically a trigger is for me something that comes up which doesn't okay so a trigger is something that doesn't particularly make us feel a certain kind of way but it reminds us of a way we felt in the past and so the emotions that come up from that trigger are actually us just reliving our old emotions it's something that reminds us of something that maybe made us feel traumatized anxious upset in the past and so triggers can come up and make us feel that same way we felt maybe years months weeks ago however long ago it was when a trigger comes up it makes us feel exactly how we felt in that moment but often it's hard to understand why we're feeling like that in this moment because we're it's not it's not exactly something that we maybe feel like we should have a response like that to but it's something that makes us feel really extreme yeah i'm not sure if that was a very good good definition but basically that's what a trigger is to me so i'm gonna use an example of something i'm gonna give you a, a practical example to hear something recently that came up that i was kind of able to bring awareness to and realised that it was a trigger. Okay, so I'm going back a couple of weeks here, and so the guy that I'm seeing, he was brushing his teeth, and this is really interesting, but he basically brushes his teeth in the kitchen sink instead of the bathroom sink. I don't know. I'm not going to judge him for that, but it's an interesting thing, isn't it? Like, each to their own, but I like to brush my teeth in the bathroom sink. Anyway, he brushes his teeth in the kitchen sink, and he dropped his toothbrush in the sink. And so for me, if I dropped my toothbrush in the kitchen sink, I would probably have given it a rinse under hot water and been like, yeah, jobs are good and move on with my life. But he felt that his toothbrush had been contaminated by the kitchen sink. And so I was like, oh, okay, just like, just give it a rinse or something under some hot water. And he's like, no, it's not going to be clean enough. So he then goes to the cupboards, the spirit cupboard in his house, and he gets a bottle of vodka out. And so I'm instantly like, what are you doing? Like, what, what's the vodka for? And he's like, oh, I'm going to soak my toothbrush in the vodka overnight. And instantly I got really like, I don't know, I just got really like annoyed about it. I was like, what do you mean you're going to use vodka? It's like, this is like not even cheap. I, I don't know if it's cheap vodka. I don't know vodka brands very well, but it's like a, a lot of vodka. And he starts pouring it into a glass. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? But they, you're just going to waste all that vodka on just to, to just to clean your toothbrush and I felt myself in the moment getting so like angry about it 
and I was I was kind of like thinking like why am I why am I so angry about this but I really was quite fuming. I was like this is so wasteful and in that moment I caught myself and I was like oh yeah yeah that's what it is this is a trigger so I caught myself feeling really angry about the fact that he was wasting vodka to clean his toothbrush, which honestly was none of my business. It wasn't my vodka, it wasn't my toothbrush, really. I shouldn't have been feeling that angry about it. But I caught myself feeling triggered. And I looked, I kind of like held that thought in my mind and I was like, something's triggering me right now. And I kind of like asked myself, what's the trigger here? And then it came to me and I was like, it's wasteful. And so something that, I've always been instilled in me so much since I was little is like my parents never used to like me wasting anything at all like and they're still the same now like we don't waste water in our house we try really not to be wasteful and I don't know if that comes from like the not having that much when we was younger or just the fact that that's kind of my parents morals but like in my household you do not waste anything like you eat all your dinner you don't you don't go in the shower for longer than 10 minutes like you don't waste things and so I think in that moment when the the vodka was being in my head wasted on the toothbrush I was like that was a trigger for me because I was almost feeling like that anger that I know my parents would have felt if I'd have done that in my house I think and I still don't understand why that made me feel so like emotional but I was aware in that moment like look take a step back from the situation don't get angry about someone using vodka on the toothbrush this is just a trigger and so I was so aware in that situation that if I wouldn't have brought a, brought awareness to the fact that that was a trigger, that that situation could have escalated. And I could have literally got so mad about something which was really ridiculous. But just by becoming aware and having awareness that, right, no, this is, this is a trigger. This is not how you actually feel in this moment. It's okay. And so that really helped me. And that was just a really, really small example, something silly that I can think of at the top of my head. Like, obviously, those triggers are much bigger situations. And I can think of examples recently where triggers have been much, much bigger than that. But I just wanted to give you, like, a nice, a nice gentle example. So when you start to learn your own triggers, this makes it so much easier to kind of regulate yourself in certain situations. If you can be put in a situation where you're feeling uncomfortable and triggered, but you can bring awareness to that trigger and kind of bring that presence to yourself and realise that it's a trigger, that is going to make it so much more easy for you to either calm yourself down, remove yourself from the situation or do what you need to do to kind of make that situation better as opposed to feeling triggered but not knowing that it's a trigger so you feel this intense anxiety but you don't recognize that this is just something that's triggering you and you therefore have a full full-bodied emotional like really extreme response to it so becoming aware of your triggers can just help you catch things it's like catching a ball that's rolling before it falls off the edge of the table like you grab that ball and you're like right now got you you're no you're not falling off that table today so in turn i think that when you start to start doing this you also become more aware of other triggers so now in situations especially in the last few weeks where I've had things coming up that have made me feel very very strong emotions I have nine times out of ten been able to pinpoint that to a trigger and sometimes emotions are just emotions like there's not always a trigger for that 
but I think triggers are more common than we might often like to acknowledge and triggers can come in the forms of all things like childhood things you know things from teenage relationships friendships when we were younger that ended badly and something our parents might have said to us when we were younger but it doesn't mean that we can't even if there's years and years of these triggers it doesn't mean that it's too late to start learning about them and to start learning more about yourself so I think that's a really really important sort of thing to helping you start to learn to regulate your own emotions more so that's pretty much everything I think I wanted to talk about today so just how life has been feeling a bit for me at the moment and yeah just learning about yourself learning to regulate your own emotions you think I'm happy with the depth that I've gone into on these because I feel like some of these could have been explored in much more detail but I don't want to like go too much right now so I think that's just sort of like a um a nice nice level to leave that on I'm sat on a squeaky chair and there's also loads of ambulances driving past right now so I feel like that may have been reflected in the quality of the audio here but let's hope that it wasn't too bad so let me think of anything else I can think of I don't think I can right now I think I'm really I'm happy with everything that's been spoken about so that's the episode for this week um thank you if you listen to this um I hope maybe you took something of interest from this um maybe you can start to apply these sort of things that I spoke about here to your own life situation and what's going on with you um maybe not either is fine really but yeah thanks for listening um I hope you enjoyed the episode and yeah goodbye for now